kind of you know wash funny. over us in a wave of wonderfulness and happiness for a few minutes. I suspect that the band played in heaven. There is no beer. Oh, on they Saturday. did. Just couldn't hear it. And no, there no. was absolutely no chance of hearing it when it happened the first time. No. Nope. Maybe the second time. Possibly the third time. You were amongst at minimum twenty five thousand people who went on, on the field. field. And uh, you could not hear it. I know they played it because I watched the game over again, and you know on TV, and I could I could hear it then. Plenty. Do you want to know who the greatest guy in Iowa City was Saturday night outside? The, the kid that stole Keith- C.J. Beathard's helmet has to be. Yeah, yeah. They, so they picked him. They so no. C.J. throws throws his helmet off. He and dropped they, it, and I'm going, "What are, is right. it, is I'm watching?" They, so they got eleven. They got ten of the eleven helmets back that were lost in the crowd, except I, for one. I'm watching the replay because I taped it, mm. I DVR'd it, and whatever. So I'm doing the replay. Actually, it was a highlight or whatever, and they showed C.J. And he drops his helmet. I'm going, you are running into a mass of humanity. Is it rule number one? Keep your helmet on? Yeah, put your helmet, leave your helmet on. Why would you take that? So Wadley said, he's like, I, I took my helmet off. I dove on the pile. And then he said, and the first thought I had was that was a mistake. Where's right? my helmet? Yeah. So so for the people don't, that don't know, they, they ended up finding uh, don't some know what? kid walking that downtown. That the Hawks won the game? No. They that found, we beat Michigan? He found hel- CJ's helmet on a college student. An unrelated college student, downtown Iowa City, and the police officers that noticed that helped him off with this helmet. And that is now back in the possession of the University of Iowa men's football squad. So here's the big question. Yes. Did the kid get arrested? I don't know. They didn't say that. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. They didn't say that. But don't, it was a nice trophy, right? Don't, don't you have to think that regardless of his state... They have to just take the helmet off. Yes, they just take it. And, and give it they, back, yeah. and then they say, you have a good night, and don't do anything else yeah. stupid. Yes. I don't know how. I mean, you know, that the helmet's would... left on the field. You pick it up. What, you know? a, what a horrible thing. I have had a wonder. I had a great night. I'm at the game. We rushed the field. When was the last time, home, when was last time they rushed the field? I think it was 2008. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I can't. And I can't I, we recall. We did not that uh, that day because, as I recall, you know, we're we're not we're we're midway up at least in the stands. By and the way, on, in two thousand eight, it was also extraordinarily cold. It was well, it wasn't that cold, but it was cold. Son Matthew, it was colder. Bailed. I remember. Yeah, I remember. He, I, His yeah. biggest regret as a Hawkeye fan, yeah, he did not bail on Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, Dave Creighton, uh, Jr. here along, uh, well, Brett Ridge along Hello, Dave Creighton, Jr. There he is, uh, here in the Hawkeye Huddle, 1700, of course, Mediacom. Taking care of five business. Six, uh, taking care of business. Iowa wins at 14 to 13. Uh, one of the great v- football victories in, in Iowa in the annals of Iowa sports history. And, you know, but. Greatest? No. 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 85, just the sheer magnitude of it. Now, is this the greatest upset? John Miller had said that he thought this would be the greatest upset in, in Iowa football history, and I, it's pretty close. Uh, I can't 21 think. 21 and a half, 23 by game time, underdog. I, mean, I might go Iowa-Nebraska, 10-7, 1980, uh, oh. 1981. Right? UCLA, because, maybe even. Well, yeah, because then they got, but they had already beaten Nebraska that year. So they, they you know, they're two weeks removed from beating Nebraska. And, and okay. but this was, this, but you, you could make the case at that point in time. This is pretty close. Now, there were some upsets back in the 70s that we don't even, you know, I, 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 I admit. Are you suggesting I, we were too drunk to know what was going on in the no, 70s? No, in the 70s, I was too young to know what was going on. There was a game in like 1975 or 74 where Bob Cummings, one of his two two or three win teams, won at Penn State when they were in the top ten. And Penn there were State a couple or Syracuse or, or but, something stupid like that. What's yeah, that? Whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, but, I, but I would say – How about this? How about in, in the modern era, which yes. most of our listeners and you and I would agree – In the is, Tiger Hawk era, is effectively that That's right. Yes. It's from Hayden Fry to today. I would say that from an underdog standpoint, this yeah. was likely the largest uh, straight-up victory that Iowa's had as an underdog. As I mentioned last week in the Temple to Rye last call, as you all know, t- I took the points. You did do that. <laughs> I did not call for an out- outright victory. And did you also know this, that if you had picked USC who beat Washington, if you had picked Iowa who beat Michigan, and if you had picked picked Pittsburgh, 
Some guy did, though, right? That's what Marty and uh, what Ken just said. Oh, is that right? Some guy, one, guy, picked one guy got it. All three, three of them team, to lose. What is that, a three parlay? parlay? Yes. And Straight up or just with the, just with the he points? He didn't say. What's boxcars mean? Oh, he had it both ways. Okay, whatever. Yeah. No, he, he had the no, money he, line here. I have the, uh, the article. Yeah. All okay. right. He, he had the money so line. What is was that, that $46,000 or something? Well, he bet it was a two dollar bet, so oh. this guy wasn't going big money. <laughs> he wasn't going deep, so, so he, had he won a, so fifty he had, bucks. No, so he no, had a two dollar bet. He probably won three. Or what the heck would that be? Divide forty six thousand by nine hundred dollars. Yeah, it was three ninety six to one is what it was on the wow. money line. There you line. go. Yeah. So he won eight hundred bucks. Yeah, not bad. Two dollar bet. That's on not a two dollar bet. That isn't bad. No. And by the way, Trent, that would be good information for you to know on your uh, podcast. Go ahead, uh, <laughs> pump it. Ah, yes, the Degenerate Hawkeyes podcast. The Degenerate Hawkeyes By the way, I like listening to that. (laughs) It makes me chuckle. We have fun. We have fun. If you ever ever want some degenerate drunk insidedness, call me. Yeah, exactly. So um, a couple of, of, uh, you know, since this has been broken down a number of different ways, and we can talk about this. There are a lot of things that I I liked that I saw, obviously, aside from the scoreboard the other night. but one of the things that has bothered me is so as much as I want to get on Kirk about the the craziness, the calls, the offense that I don't get sometimes, and I am not one of these guys, and I know you're not either, that believes that this man doesn't care anymore, right? The extension and all okay, that. Okay, did you see the interview on ESPN? Yeah, he's crying. The yeah, I mean, cries. is he crying? And then there's the shot of him in the middle of the locker room, the player's massive, and he's crying again. 80. Three players surrounding him as close as they possibly can. It's essentially a group hug. And he is the center point of this, and he is crying, and he's misty. And I know. So here's the thing, because it's it's literally a a phone call, if not one, every hour on the sound-off show on the way home from every football game. That he's a fat cat. He just doesn't care. We've given him too much money. He doesn't care. He doesn't need to worry about it. He doesn't care. That is – get ready to bleep. Ready, Trent? That's an asinine, Five, four, three, two, silly <laughs> attitude. It's just flat-out stupid. If that's your thought about Kirk Ferentz, there are a lot of things that, I'm, that I think about this man that, that I'm not happy with all the time. I think he's stubborn. I think he does things the wrong way a lot of times. Come I on, think he's he had the same hairstylist for a long time. Okay? But you the can't fact get the matter is, the guy wants to win still and does, and he does. And they still do a lot of work to win. Now, maybe it's not the work you and I would do, but they do a lot of work and to win. And how in the world would you know what kind of work they do compared to how what you and I would do? It's true. It, I don't, they may do more than that. But I, I'm, saying, I'm going to tell you something. Well, no, I would say that I, I don't know. You, they don't have the game plans necessarily that we sitting back would think that they would have, right? But whatever that I'm is, go- he still cares. I'm going to tell you something. I don't think there is another college football coach in the country who would have got, went to Penn State, got their ass handed to him in the fashion that we did, who would have come back home to play the number two or three ranked, it was three, right? Uh, three in the college football playoff. Right. But number two in the AP. Number two in the AP, yeah. Well, you know what's funny about that is the my friends who sit behind me, who are all knowing. Yes. And I like the brothers and, the, and their dad. Their dad's really quiet, but the brothers are all knowing. And they're like, they, we just beat the number two team. And, and Matt kept looking at me. I thought it was three. Anyway, there's no other coach in the country who would have come back the following week and had the number three team in the country at home at night and beaten them in a situation where you only scored 14 points. Perhaps perhaps it's his Michigan rather was, calm demeanor that Mi- does that. Michigan to, that allows was you averaging to recover, 47 right? I know points. that's why I called for this to be the worst beatdown in Iowa football history. My man, to be. did you know that Tuesdays from Torby sits in 103 just like we do? I, I do. You're in 102. And he said it would be 63, 63 to 2 or something. 51 to 10, which, by the way, the Hawks only got. You had 55 had, to 10. I had 10. Okay, whatever. I didn't have the safety. Oh, for crying out loud. Either and way. And if they had the two-point conversion, it would have been 16. That's true. Hey, what a, what a great – by the way, what a great play. Did you watch that on the replay? What a well-diagrammed play that they ran to get a man wide open for a two-point conversion and he dropped the ball. But what a, what a great play. And so let's uh, let's move on just a little bit to, to the game that was called the other night because it, it they, did, they didn't do a whole lot different. But So here's one thing they did do different, I believe. Now, maybe you can – but I didn't see Iowa audibling – 
I, I didn't see it, right? I, so there was never Actually, a point in time. I agree with what you're saying. You know, I, effectively, what you're saying is this, is that whether it was from above or from the sideline, yes, whatever calls that they were making, that was what they were running, and they basically said, we're going to run it. And, and what that helps with is you certainly don't stand up and then basically tell the defense like they did at Penn State, we're going to run here with this back, well, and we're going to block it this way, because now Michigan is over-pursuing a number of times, and right? And if you think about Michigan, and who's their best player is that number Pepper, five? Peppers. Peppers, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so if you tell him where the play's going to go... He might just be there every time. Or even before, before that happens, right. and he may get the handoff and go the other way. So... Effectively, if you don't audible and you don't give him that, there's at least a guess. Then he has to guess a little bit. He there. has to. That's right. He I, actually I, has to read something. Right, and, and he has to look at. Yeah, he has to. He has to read. He, and, or, and, or he actually has. He may not, maybe doesn't even get a chance to read. Maybe he just has to react. And the other piece of that then is that they did a lot less of the zone stretch and blocking plays, and they did a lot. They did some traps. They did some. Straight up, hat on hat, combo, double teaming, blocking, just to get a crease to get Wadley and Daniels. Wadley had seventy two percent of the offense, and, and, but to get them so, through that line to say, where to just, where that guess let's just now say is. what it was. Akron Wadley played the best game he's had. Uh, yeah, in spite of the Northwestern game last year, but, but this is a better game. There were some. He's just better, right? He's he's, he's better, shiftier, right? Shiftier, right? Daniels. Actually had some very nice runs. There's one where he just destroyed two guys right. there in the second quarter, you know. But Wadley is shifty enough, first of all, to get through that hole, and second of all, to move sideways before the first guy comes at him, right? And that's where that crease, that little bit, by not telling the defense where they should be, that may have helped just a little bit because they ran the football you know what against that me? better than anybody had all year, including Wisconsin, including Penn State. That side move that he makes reminds me of you at a bar. You make the side move so I can go to the bar, buy, and order the drinks. I don't believe that that's the truth. I believe that it is. I, I I'm just suggesting. I, maybe if, if it's to it's my right. It's not that quick. Maybe if it's to my right, but, but it, I cannot is, go left. You is, know I cannot go it left. It is that shifty. It is, I cannot go left. So, anyway, I thought uh, Greg Davis mixed up the plays pretty well the other night, whether or not there were new plays. He mixed it up pretty well the other night, um, kept Michigan off balance. They used Michigan's blitz against them, and the blocking schemes worked out very well. The screen, and Iowa, the screen pass for the and touchdown. The, and the screen pass that I, I kind of said last week to you, and you said, well, that worked a couple times. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, we were so far behind. How do you know? Well, it worked really well the other night again, right? Because you're On fourth using, down, fourth and, right. fourth and goal from the three. And I didn't, you know, I didn't think that was a giant surprise that that's what they called. I just thought it was a good call at the time, right? I'm like, yep, that's a good call. Oh, I – it surprised me. Did it? I see. I, I I I thought that was one based on how they were using Wadley. That they might here's get. the deal: we have no tendency in that regard. Right, right. We have no tendency in that regard. Right. So anyway, the uh, the one tendency that we do have, but we only have it when we're in this exact situation, is the quarterback draw needing five to seven yards to kill the clock. And Andrew Rich stood there next to me and says, "Well, this is a quarterback draw." I'm like. Well, that'd be a good call. I don't think they're going to do that, though. They're going to hand it off and try to. And sure enough, there it was. Got an extra eight, nine yards. Uh, Keith Duncan, uh, Big Ten Special Teams Player of the Week. Don't you occasionally Caluzzi, want to say Duncan Caluzzi. Keith? I do. Duncan Keith. Uh, Kaluzzi could be made. The case could be made that his uh, kill of that punt down inside the uh, two-yard line was uh, was almost equally as important. But uh, also Jaleel Johnson, uh, Defensive Player of the Week for the Big Ten. And who am I forgetting? Oh, freshman of the week, co-freshman of the week, Manny Regumba, who is now going to start the next two games because Greg Bayman uh, apparently cracked an angle in practice, and he's out for at least the regular season, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. We're going to get to a break. He's going to do that. Trent's going to be really happy. He didn't even have to text us and say, hey, shut up and get off the air. By the way, we got tweeted at. Yeah. The question is, is Ridge the real Alan Harper? Who is Alan Harper? Who Two and a half men. I, I don't know. Okay. Oh my God, that's hilarious! I don't. Thanks, George. Who just called me? Somebody call me while I'm in there. They not let know that we're on the radio. No one called. Well, me we're going to take Hawkeyes a break from the radio. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 and MediaCom. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from three to six on 1700. 
1700 KBGG traffic update. We're still accident-free in the metro this afternoon. Interstate of main route travel in great shape. Just watch out for that disabled semi on 8035 near Hickman Road. The rest of the metro running accident-free. Have a safe ride home. And that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, mostly clear, quiet and cool, low near 41. Mostly sunny to partly cloudy Wednesday, becoming warm and breezy with a high near 69. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by Subway. Head into Subway to get the Reuben. This classic comes stacked with a hearty portion of lean corned beef, Bavarian-style sauerkraut, Swiss cheese, and creamy Thousand Island dressing, all on new freshly baked rye bread. So head over to your local Subway and get this classic before it's gone. Only available for a limited time. Hobby Town in Ankeny is celebrating their one-year anniversary this week. They're your headquarters for all things remote control, including electric and nitro cars, rock crawlers, buggies, monster trucks, planes, and drones. And Hobby Town has the parts and staff to keep your vehicle running smoothly. You'll also find models, rockets, trains, games, toys, science kits, telescopes, and stocking stuffers. There will be specials throughout the store with giveaways for the kids, and don't forget to enter to win thousands of dollars in prizes, including a new X-Max monster truck from Traxxas, valued at over $800. Hobby Town on Delaware Avenue between Starbucks and Kohl's. Hurry into JCPenney today and save on major appliances like GE, Samsung, and LG. It's time to upgrade your home for the holidays with up to 40% off major appliances. And what better way to liven up laundry day than with our LG washer and dryer set, just $4.45 each. Plus, stay worry-free with free delivery on all major appliance purchases of $2.99 or more. That's getting your penny's worth. JCPenney. Pedestals sold separately. GE, GE Profile, and GE Cafe limited to 10% off savings. Available in select stores. Restrictions and exclusions apply. See store associate or jcp.com for details. Marty Terrell, Kim Miller. Proud sponsors of Football Friday Night. It's the Petticord Wharton Law Firm in West Des Moines. 14 attorneys with over 275 years of collaborative legal experience. Petticord Wharton, still working hard for their clients since 1965. Tim Wegman, Petticord Wharton, proud sponsors of Football Friday Nights. Petticord Wharton, including partner Tim Wegman, Michael Rowling, along with Stephen Durek, Scott Beatty, Mark Bosher, Randy Wilharber, Christopher Spencer, Adam Bates, Katherine Johnson, Petticord Wharton. As an independent agent, People's Insurance Agency can tailor a program that fits any situation. We offer all sorts of insurance programs, including hard-to-place risks, such as farms and ranches, hunting guides, and outfitters. We will provide you solid coverage, personal service, and save you money. For more information, please call 800-932-4801 or visit us online at peoples-insurance.com. Add some pizzazz to your life. Experience the thrilling excitement of Catfish Bend Casino. Now you have a thousand reasons to play every Sunday in October and November. Play your favorite slots during the week and you could be entered to win $1,000 in free play each Sunday. Drawings are held every Sunday at 6 p.m. Hurry in and you could win only at Catfish Bend Casino. Find your thrill. Come out and play at Catfish Bend Casino. Pizzazz. Many destinations. One amazing place. Save big with year-end closeout and Black Friday savings at Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Up to 9,000 off select new bonus tag 2017 Silverado crew caps and 12,000 off select new heavy-duty 2016 Silverados. Bonus tag savings in effect all month long. 2016 Silverado double cab all-star 4x4. Closeout, $265 per month lease. Right now in Waukee, get up to 25% off select new Malibus and tracks. New 2017 cruise hatchback. Closeout, $225 per month lease. Schottenkirk Chevy's year-end closeout and Black Black Friday savings featuring 9,000 off select new 17 Silverado crew caps, 12,000 off select new 16 heavy duty Silverados, 25% off Malibus and tracks, Silverado double caps, 265 per month, cruise hatchbacks, 225 per month, the year end closeout event with Black Friday savings. Schottenkirk Chevrolet on the west end of Hickman, Waukee, Chevy, find new roads. All rebates to dealer must be bonus tagged in stock only. Chevy rebates 36 month lease, 10 per year, truck 2500 due, 25311 reset, car 1495 due, 12,993 reset with approved credit expires 11 Asset Protection Agency and the Brighton Companies have now merged into one firm now known as Asset Pros. Whether it's auto, home, life, commercial insurance, and employee benefits, we have experts in every area to service your insurance needs. We see this as an enhancement for our customers. We still have the same West Des Moines location, the same phone number, 515-223-1600, and the same great people working together to serve your financial and insurance needs. Asset Pros has evolved into one of the premier 
financial and business resource consulting firms in Iowa. We view our work with you as a partnership in helping you in your insurance buying needs. Asset Pros, making sense of today's financial and insurance choices. 515-223-1600. chat it should be noted that a man has certain things that he's got to do a man's got to do a man's got to do i'm 51 years old don't expect me to wait till the next <laughs> rest stop grandpa brett ridge dave creighton jr with you here on the hawkeye huddle 1700 uh, the big talker and of course mediacom channel 22 and 822 in high definition yes huge shout out to our uh, man kevin driscoll texting us tweeting at us before the game don't forget to tweet at us at the Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle too. Yes. Says. What did uh, Driscoll have to say? This is fantastic. When are we When are we going to Chicago again? Right. Yeah. Also. Cubs are world champs. Democrats are crying. Iowa's won five of six from Michigan. Things are so good. It's helped me cope with the fact that the Bears suck. <laughs> He's been downloading uh, Wolverine podcasts just for humor. Just value. for fun. Well, so Wolverine's apparently out. What's fine? First of all, hats off to Hayden Fry because oh my god, because the, the locker room was still in Jim Jim Harbaugh's. The fact that he covered up the locker room with blue. Uh, you know what Hayden always said? It's just about what? if if they care about the locker room, I already have them. Right. Because it, it is, don't it's they not have like a, North Dakota State didn't go in there and win the football game. Don't in they have other things to worry about? You would, you would think so, but he was already in their head. This is a tough place to play. We're going to alter the circumstances. And the, what Andrew told me that before the game. He'd seen it on Twitter. I'm like, sweet, we've, we're, we already ha- we're already in their head, right? You, so the one comment that I made during the game, probably 12 times, very, very quietly, yeah. suck at Harbaugh. Yeah. Well, I was. I mean, yeah, you're, and for whatever reason, well, it worked the first time, and I couldn't stop. So you just kept saying, "Well, let me, let me." Ask and I you mean, this. not very quietly. Uh, well, you so you kept it up. We had some uh, fairly nice Michigan fans sitting in front of us. Some, hey, a couple of nice the, people sitting if, in front of us if, and congratulated if, us. If, and in fact, and said, "Dude, you guys so deserve to win this game." He's like, "I really believe this is the best team we've had." In fifteen to twenty years, and he, and he said, and I can't believe what I'm watching. This is the third quarter, and he said, and he said it doesn't look like we're messing up. He said your team is playing really well, and I'm like, well, that's that's really really nice of you. Thank you, sir. And, have have and, a nice trip. Have and, a nice trip back yeah. to Fargo. Now, now I would say this because that's a conversation I had with North, North Dakota, Dakota State. State. But here's the thing. So here's here's this will tell you what you need to know. I, and I'm not even sure how this isn't getting more play. Did you see the video of the dude getting laid out by Michigan's captain, uh, that rushing the field and he lowers his shoulder and destroys the, okay. the Iowa fan? This just now in. run around him. I know, but that's that's in my opinion that oh, player good. should not be should not be lowering his shoulder. Oh, on a, good lord! Oh, if he you're not okay, Hawkeye fans have not rushed the field since 2008. Their heads are not on a swivel. They are not prepared <laughs> for the fact. Head on a swivel. Head on a swivel. Keep oh! your head on a swivel. Run like water. Keep your head on head a swivel. swivel. Hey, you yeah. got to be ready for stuff like that. That just tells you about Harbaugh and his team. I, I, I just, Suck at Harbaugh. Right. Um, okay, real quickly. Obviously, it's been broken down. The the roughing the center call was interesting. Okay, but so, apparently that's the rule, right? So and, I, and he did it, right? So it is what it is. I, have you watched it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You watched the game again. His head gets up, but he didn't wait a second, and you're supposed to wait one full second. That's the rule. Like one Mississippi? Yes. And apparently he Were you in the backyard? I was going to say one he wasn't playing flag football Two with Matthew and Andrew back in the day I when mean, I was coaching him. Seriously? Yes. That, and it's, it's literally like at the YMCA where the referee counts before he lets the guys rush the quarterback. Does he yell go? I don't think he did. Okay, here it comes, yeah, 47. Yeah, You're about to right. get your butt run right. over. Right. So, no, that, no, that was it. But he, he swung his head up. The guy's head was up. But he didn't wait until he touched him, and apparently that's what they do on most. Now, if you try to sidestep and you if you contact either wait, player on either side, are you side suggesting of him, if someone pulls the Alan Harper? I don't even know. I don't watch, watch your Charlie Sheen shows with the weird. He's the other guy, isn't he? Yes. So anyway, um, the other bad <laughs> call, in my opinion. So when uh, Desmond King flipped the birds to the officials uh, after getting his his penalty, which by the way. 
both of Michigan's two field goals. They had one touchdown drive. Their other two field goals were completely helped out by bad officials' calls, right? That one, maybe not so bad. This other one, the King call, he got slapped in the head by the Michigan offensive lineman after the play. Literally an open hand slapped to the head like an all-star, all-pro, like all-pro wrestling. Deacon Jones? And he, yes. And then he retaliated. And this was not in the course of play. And the official is looking right at it. There's a referee looking right at him. The Michigan player open hand slaps him in the side of the helmet. And King goes after him, and they throw the flag on King. That's why he the, gave him, he flipped him the 21-gun salute. That's what he was mad second about. second man in. Yeah, I know, but how do you still miss the other guy? It was, it was blatant. All of us, I'm 50 yards away, and I'm like, oh, they hit King in the head. Oh, well, there's the flag for it. And then they're like, they call it, and I'm like, but he hit him in the head, you know. Now I did see the. So know. last night, last night I'm watching uh, Monday Night Football, and the Cincinnati guy, what I think catches a touchdown, and then they kick what I thought was the extra point, and it turned out it was a field goal, which actually made a ginormous difference <laughs> in the football game. Yeah, that's uh... as, as it came to be. I think this is what happens when you're not listening to a game, and you just and it happens, and you see it. Gosh, as far as I know, a friend of mine was actually on the uh, burrito, the burrito lift, the yeah. Panchero burrito lift. Missed that too. You know, I mean, you, you got to be, got to have your head up, yeah, to yeah. To, to pay to attention. Catch everything, right? Right, and so in the course of a play, you can get away with that at the end of the play, but you can't be the second guy in. You're, the second guy is always the one that gets caught. I don't know what to say. About it, that. It, it is, but anyway, that it, it made a difference. Fortunately, the Hawks came back. What you know? What a great comeback! Um, I, I want to move on before we get to time because we're going to talk a lot of football the rest why, of the week. Why do you we want got, to move on? I want to move to basketball this is like, this real is like quick. The, oh, we, we, oh come, we, we, we won two games against terrible teams. No, but we have a nice game, a big game coming up Thursday night. Did you even know this? We play Seton Hall. Right, and the Dave gave it. Oh, for crying out loud, and he claims I never study. I'm looking at uh, what are you looking at news. Right oh, you're news. looking at news. It actually is news. Uh, uh, you're looking try- at the Fox, uh, Fox I'm looking at Fox News. Megan Kelly right there. Well, yeah, apparently yeah, she's upset about some sexual so, harassment. Yeah, okay, you want to you wait and waste time later, or you want to keep talking football after this? We got to do We got to mention the Hawks hey, win the first two basketball games. Waste all the time you'd like. Um, I want to know this. Is Brady Ellingson going to shoot like this all year, or was this uh, the fact that we're playing Savannah State? Uh, I'm going to guess that he's a good shooter when he's open. He's in, in, so if he's allowed to stand open like that, nobody's going to guard him. He had Did, were you able to Sunday. watch it on BTN to go? I didn't, no, it was BTN Plus. That's the Internet only, and I didn't even attempt it, and it Every, sounds like everybody had problems. Everyone I know said the only time it was good was during halftime. Hawks win uh, 91-74 over Kansas State, 116-84 to on Sunday against Savannah State. 116 points, that's pretty good for a bunch of freshmen. And, you know, you got Pete Jock in there. He didn't have a bunch that day, 27 the first night, but not the – it was Pemsel and Ellingson had 23 the second go-around. Thursday night, BTN against Seton Hall, you know, big, returning Big East champions. And the Big East is like 17-0 and this year. So that'll be a good one. All right, we'll be back. We'll talk to Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. We come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700, The Big Talker. 1700 KBGG brings you the Kansas City Chiefs each week. Sponsored by Ann Towing, Martinson's Used Cars, and Mediacom Careers. 1700 KBGG Traffic Update. We're still accident-free in the metro this afternoon. Interstate of main route travel in great shape. Just watch out for that disabled semi on 8035 near Hickman Road. The rest of the metro running accident-free. Have a safe ride home. And that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, mostly clear, quiet and cool, low near 41. Mostly sunny to partly cloudy Wednesday, becoming warm and breezy with a high near 69. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Get ShopVac's most powerful, feature-packed, 14-gallon wet-dry vac now at an amazing low price of only 149 For a limited time only, available only at Lowe's. If it doesn't say ShopVac, keep shopping. Stay warm with help from Mills Fleet Farm, a quiet burner forced air propane heater, just $99.99. Men's Field and Force lightweight flannel shirts, 25% off. Be ready for the ice. The Vexilar Gens Pack Fish Locator with AutoZoom, $369.99. Get up and running with the Peak 600 Amp Jump Starter, $24.99. Need a snack? Grab some cashews, 2 pounds, $10.99. 
at Mills Fleet Farm. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. From painting to lawn maintenance, we protect our homes, both the inside and the outside. Now is the perfect time to protect the most valuable thing in your home. Protect your loved ones by practicing a fire escape plan and installing Kitta fire and security products. Kitta is here to help with a full line of easy-to-install fire and carbon monoxide alarms and security cameras. And you can find them all at the Home Depot. Stop in today for everything you need to protect your home. Kitta, technology that saves lives. Hurry into JCPenney today and save on major appliances like GE, Samsung, and LG. It's time to upgrade your home for the holidays with up to 40% off major appliances. And what better way to liven up laundry day than with our LG washer and dryer set, just $4.45 each. Plus, stay worry-free with free delivery on all major appliance purchases of $2.99 or more. That's getting your penny's worth. JCPenney. Pedestals sold separately. GE, GE Profile, and GE Cafe limited to 10% off savings. Available in select stores. Restrictions and exclusions apply. See Store Associate or JCP.com for details. Clay Cook at the front row, Swanson Boulevard. Free breakfast Saturday and Sunday on game days, NFL and Hawkeye action. The official Marty and Miller Hawkeye headquarters. The front row must be in the front row. Clay Cook's front row located across from Willis Cadillac Lexus in Des Moines. Must be in the front row for Hawkeyes and NFL action. And on game days, it's free breakfast at the front row, Swanson Boulevard in Clyde. Have you suffered a personal injury or been impaired by an auto accident? Are you unsure if you're entitled to workers' compensation? Hamilton Law Firm is one of the oldest family-owned law firms in Iowa, helping individuals and families across the state for 130 years. They may be able to help you. If you are too injured to meet with them, they can fly anywhere in Iowa to meet with you. Hamilton Law Firm in Clive, Storm Lake, and Sioux City. Contact Hamilton Law at 309-3536 or online at hamiltonlawfirmpc.com. Centurion Stone of Iowa is proud to be the leader provider of stone veneer in Iowa. Centurion Stone has the look and feel of natural stone with the ability to create over 200 color and pattern combinations. If your upcoming home project involves the interior of your home, stop by the showroom at Centurion Stone of Iowa and see what they can do for you. Centurion Stone is located at 5525 Northeast 22nd Suite A in Des Moines. Their showroom hours are Monday through Friday from 8 until 5, Saturday from 8 until noon. Or visit centurionstoneofiowa.com. Noble All-American. Nine American brands backed by a low price, including 11000 off a new 2016 Ford F-150 XLT Crew Cab. $11,000 off right now at Noble Ford in Indianola and nobleautogroup.com. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give them a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. When it comes to outdoor repairs at your home or perhaps your business, turn to the professionals at Spec USA in Des Moines. Spec USA, where Matt Mauser's outstanding crews provide professional concrete work conscientious, timely, and affordable. From parking lots to porches, from the decks to your front doors, turn to Spec USA. So if it's decorative or commercial concrete that you need, one name, Spec. See their showroom at 4100 Merle Hay Road in Des Moines. SpecUSA.com. Back in the Hawkeye Huddle, Brent Ridge, Dave Crane Jr. with you here. 1700 and Mediacom. What are you doing? 
checking out the news of the day. I'm trying to figure out something. Put a, we keep getting tweeted at. I want to. I want to know what's going on. Okay, short attention span theater. I want to thank the great sponsors on our program. Squirrel, squirrel. Asset uh, protection. Squirrel. Asset protection. Asset pros. Asset pros. That's right, and uh, it's protecting the assets and. Uh, What's your new slogan? Making again? sense of the Wait, making sense of the financial insurance choices. Okay. Well, we did this show for a long time. I know. With one with two companies, right? Right. All right. Schottenkirk Chevrolet, and of course uh, Kozlowski Lau, collaborative divorce specialists. Uh, Temple and Rye, the good stuff. That's out of. Uh, I saw Andrew Candu last week on uh, Tuesday before the huddle. I think you mentioned that last week as well. I bet he's in better spirits today than he was then. Was he, was he down in the dumps? He was. Oh, he's, then we had election. Then we had a Hawkeye victory. And two things he was. <laughs> he's excited. Two things he's excited about. Hey, did we? I didn't see. Do we have Tom? Tom is ready. That's uh, what my my text says. I'll bet you Dr. Tom Cakert is with yes. us. Dr. Tom Cakert from HawkeyeReport.com on the line with us now. Good afternoon, Tom. And um, so... I guess this is the most obvious uh, question, but uh, was the surprise factor? Um, what was the surprise factor like in the press box the other night amongst the media members as the game went on? Um, what was everybody. the discussion like there? Yeah, everybody was surprised because you know you know what's funny is maybe the people who were least surprised were the Michigan writers because all week they had kind of told, uh, you know, a, guy, a couple of guys that I had talked to had said, uh, you know, I, I Jim's worried about this game and uh, I think this might be close. And the Iowa writers are like, what are you smoking? You know? <laughs> yeah, well. You know, what are you guys thinking? And, boy, you know, you get surprised in, in in sports every once in a while, and uh, and that was that was it. I mean, that was a surprise. There was nobody who um, you know outside of those guys wearing the black and gold uniforms and the coaches that thought this was possible. And um, you know, except Josie Jewell, prophet Josie Jewell, who told C.J. Beathard late in the week. Um, you get us 14 points, and we'll get you a win. And uh, sure enough, they got 14 points, and they got a win. And Iowa has now won three Big Ten games by scoring 14 points. That is absolutely an astonishing comment that Josie Jewell made, considering yeah. they gave up 600 yards of offense. 600. 600 <clears throat> yards of yes. offense the week before. You get us 14, and we'll win. And, and mind you, it's not like they were going up against chopped liver. They're no, going up right. against no, one of the best teams in the, in the country. country. Team that's averaging, you know, 500-plus total offense, 40-plus points, points a game. 48 points you get us 14 and we'll win. Okay. Yeah, all right. So it sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. Whatever. Tom, uh, Akram Wadley was, um, a, as I understand it, a two-star, 5.2-rated uh, recruit the lowest of his recruiting class at the University of Iowa. Right now, he looks to be maybe the best player to come out of that class. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it just shows you how inexact this is. Heck, I'll go back to the story that he told us uh, before the Rutgers game, and he lives 15 minutes from the Rutgers stadium. That's where he grew up. They never even recruited. Now, it might tell you exactly why Rutgers is Rutgers, but um, yeah, nobody nobody jumped on that kid. And I remember seeing his highlight tape and thinking, "Boy, the kid's got some skills." He had some of those spin leap kind of things that he was doing, and um, you know, just his tape seemed pretty good. But he's always been a little bit underweight. And even Coach Ferentz keeps harping on that about you know, got to keep keep it up to one ninety and. Kirk's just kind of obsessed with him being at 190, and and uh, yeah, he's he's the they need playmakers, and they have to figure out a way to get him the ball every time they can because he is a playmaker. There's no question about it. 
if he wants some advice on how to be 190, I think you and I, we, we can give him advice on how to be at least 190. I'm pretty I'm certain good at it. That, I'm really good at that it. a daily dose of Miller Lite is not on his oh. training table. Oh, well, it's on ours, but that's uh, all right. I, I checked. I'm out of eligibility. I am. But, Tom, so here's a question. We haven't stormed the field since 2008, Daniel Murray, and I was damn near in the same spot. And and I'm sitting there. I Typically, you go down, the, down to the field at the end of the game, so I presume you're down there. Yep. So can you remember another time where we were three touchdown or more underdogs at home and came out with a straight-up victory? I'd have to find out what the spread was in that 2000 game against Michigan State, which was Kirk's first Big Ten win, because uh, Iowa was uh, under Kirk Ferentz going into that game was 1-15. And uh, so I'd have to check that one. And, and Michigan State was number 25 in the country. I don't know if it was a 20-point spread that day. I, I couldn't tell you. But... Um, that, that would be the only other time I could think of. I mean, even that Penn State game, it was like, you know, Penn State was like a seven-point favorite in 08 in that game, so it wasn't like it was outlandish. And that was, I, I think we all would agree that was a pretty good Iowa team that was, you know, well, kind of on the rise a little bit yeah, yeah. heading into that game where you could you could visualize it. Nobody could visualize this one. Nobody. No, Nobody no. could see this coming. So there's 65 recruits there. Yeah. How, what kind of indelible memory does that put on those guys? And there's one big question, and it's the kid from West. Was he there? Yeah, Oliver Martin was there. Oliver. And I think it was a pretty strong mark for Iowa in that game. And what's funny is, and I've resisted the temptation to take Twitter revenge against people because we would tweet out, that, hey, here's the list. And you know, tag some of those kids, and, and we would get some uh, some folks on the, the Twitter machine that would uh, that would you know make make smart aleck, sarcastic, um, you know, other words that I can't say on the radio um, comments back. Oh, why would they want to come? See them get beat by fifty, um, you know, stuff like that. With the kids tagged in the remarks and. I've resisted the temptation to go back and and uh, maybe point out some of those clowns, but um, yeah, they all stood, every one of those guys was storming the field after the game. I, mean, I saw a bunch of them down there, uh, down there celebrating with all the rest of the Hawks fans. So, pretty cool night uh, and a pretty good night, I think, for recruiting. Do those guys get to go in the locker room after the game? A lot of them do. Yeah, yeah, they bring so them in when Kirk's so, in the middle of the donut. And they're singing the fight song, and they're jumping up and down, and he's emotional, and they so they get to see that they get to be a part of that. Yeah, they get a, a, a image of that as well. Although I'm not sure how many were able to do that because it was just it was chaos. Yeah, I mean it was just literally chaos down the field. I'm I, my view of the the winning field goal, and I, I shot a video of it. I was just just right, almost right underneath the the uh, upright when it went ball went through. I kind of snuck down there. I don't think I was supposed to be there, but um, we everybody was focused on what was going on the field and not what I was doing. So I followed one of the <laughs> university cameramen who was stationing himself underneath there and just kind of wandered over by there. And was that my man, Gary Palmer? Yeah, when it went through, and uh, then uh, hoped I'd get out alive. Were, were you sitting by my man, Jerry Palmer, when that happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was right by Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Tubes is a good man. Known yeah. him a long Jerry time. Bear. Yeah, absolutely. Jerry's, well, Jerry's uh, actually going to be on our Jerry's going to be on our podcast on oh, Monday. Really? Awesome. Well, you make sure you tell him Creighton says hello. I will. I will. He's a good dude. So he is a great dude. Tom, how do they turn the page and avoid a letdown this weekend? Illinois, albeit not a very good football team, they've lost to Purdue. They did stand up and uh, fight against uh, uh, Michigan State and, and beat Michigan State. How does Iowa, with uh, you know, with, 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 uh, now maybe maybe even missing Ike, Ike Botker um, uh, on the offensive line, how do they uh, avoid the letdown Saturday? 
Well, yeah, and remember last year, even with that great season Iowa had, they struggled in that Illinois game. I mean, that was a dicey game. Iowa won 29-20, but it just fell a lot closer than that, uh, and that came within Iowa City. So they're going to have to play uh, a really good game. You have to avoid the trap game, deal to it, coming off a huge win, and, you know, you got Black Friday coming and a, a trophy game against Nebraska. And you can play a little bit of a spoiler, perhaps, for Nebraska. So you gotta, you just gotta come out and play the same way. I think this team gained so much mentally from that win that I don't see them coming out flat. I just don't. I didn't get that feeling today. Um, but then again, I didn't feel like they had a, uh, they didn't have a puncher's chance last week. And, um, you know, they, to, to if you want to compare it to puncher's chance in boxing, uh, in a lot of ways, Iowa was Buster Douglas. You know, you just no don't kidding. want to avoid you want to avoid Buster Douglas next next fight because that right. wasn't a good form. Right. Well, you don't need to be Conor McGregor. <laughs> 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 well, you know, Tom. Um, one of the things that I've thought about, you know, some of the games where Iowa hasn't played well this year or it has been literally for some reason this team with a lot of experience has lacked confidence at times it's looked like you know they've just you know 14 points at minnesota and struggling at, at rutgers i think you're right this is this is one that gets you the three back. wins where they scored 14 points it's 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 crazy it is all right um we're gonna have to let him go. We're gonna, right. we, have, we have to get going. Uh, well, uh, well, maybe we'll even talk a little basketball next week, Tom, because the Hawks have a big one with Seton Hall this week, and uh, you can provide some observations on that as well. And uh, we'll invite everybody to check out your podcast, HawkeyeReport.com, for the latest and greatest. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. All right. Thanks, Tom. Tom Kaker, HawkeyeReport.com. Thanks. Uh, 114 Tom. consecutive services. <laughs> Still never been paid. All right, so I was right. He was right. And a nine-point, Trent looked it up. Trent, Trent, the degenerate, knows where to look. Iowa was a nine-point dog to Michigan State in 2000. They were a 12-and-a-half-point dog to Northwestern in the first game that Bob Sanders started, which, by the way, was the third-to-last game of the year, just like this one. No, it wasn't. It was the second to last game of the year. They'd won at Penn State. Sorry. As 17 Northwestern, point, Northwestern uh, was 17 rated. Point like, underdog yeah. at Penn State. And at, and at Penn State. Um, but they were a 12 and a half point dog at home uh, against Northwestern. I'm going to go. I'm going to say what you said. And was winning is, the Big Ten at that point. I'm going to say what you said is more than likely right. Is that you'd have to go back to Hayden, Nebraska. Pre- yes. That, that game, what, 80? 81? 81. 81, and they won like 10-3. Or... And I don't know that they were that big of a dog that day. <laughs> they were probably a big dog, but they'd gone 5-6 and six the previous year. They had a bunch of guys back. They weren't supposed to be terrible. All right, th- Nebraska was, good. was supposed to be good. This though. just in trend. Remember, back the... in the day, teams didn't score points like they do today either. They, the, the, I, mean, I remember the uh, uh, Bob Cummings last year, Michigan came in. And they were in the top five, and they the Iowa didn't get a first down the whole day, and was Iowa it 48 lost forty eight nothing. No, it was thirty six to nothing, because all Michigan did was run the football up the middle of the field, and that was it. That was Michigan football. They just ran it straight up the middle of the field, and that's what Ohio State did to them that year too. I think it was forty two to nothing. So I don't know what the point spreads were like, but at some point in time, teams weren't scoring seventy points a week. It you know, should be you know. noted that back in the seventies, I didn't even know what they were. <laughs> for the degenerate for, thing, though, the, Trent, it should be also noted that if the Hawks are ever three-point underdogs at three touchdown underdogs at home, take them. Uh, take, take. It just as a rule of thumb. Just, just as a rule of thumb. <laughs> All right. So this week coming up, Anthony Gare uh, subs for Taylor after the first play of the game. You and I both think that he should have been subbing well most of the year because the first game of the year we were like, what, why what, is a Taylor guy always what, out of position? What had, right? Did Taylor get concussed? He got concussed. So Gare's going to get Taylor is a possibility this week still in the concussion yeah, protocol. He's going to be the nickel safety. Yeah, we'll see that. Maven out for the rest of the regular season bad angle Ragumba broke a bone. Yeah. So Ragumba who played terrific. Big 10 co-freshman player of the well, year. Well, on top of that, the was, week, not he the was, year. He was even when Darbo made a couple of nice grabs but they were out of bounds cuz Ragumba was right on him, right? He didn't have the room. Manny and the biggest interception, right? It was it was it was fabulous. No cross in this week. Uh, for sure, likely no Kittle. No Kittle. Ike is iffy. So <sighs> five straight weeks, the kid from Indianola is going to start. 
Yeah, he's gotten better and better. Obviously, I mean, he's obviously. Play, imagine but that. now you're throwing Levi Paulson in there too. But Levi's going to play guard. He's not going to play tackle. They're move Walsh out to the guard. Well, yeah, Welsh. Welsh. Yeah, yeah, Welsh. Probably. Uh, you're, you're probably right. Um, but that's probably. So we're looking at Illinois with uh, with a kind of dinged up squad. Although the defense actually probably doesn't seem like that's that big of a deal, right? All right. Time now for our Templeton Rye last call. Brought to you by the good stuff. Al Capone's favorite stuff. The recipe. The, the recipe. We got to get the tenure. My lovely wife, Christy, got me a bottle of TR just the other day, which was great. And I, I was not, not the going. Tenure? I was not going to say how come you didn't try the tenure. Try. That's fine. <laughs> you want me to go first again? Why not? <coughs> Hawks are going to champagne. Remember, uh, remember Nick Nick Bell in I, the year I was there. on my birthday when I turned thirty. Was that when you turned thirty? Uh, yeah. I was still in college. I, of course you were, but I was there. You were on a nine-year program. I think we see something like that. I I don't see a letdown, and I think that yeah, fifty in the fifties. No, okay. but I think what Wisconsin did to Iowa is going to be exactly, or excuse me, to Illinois is exactly what Iowa's going to do. Them, they're going to give them a bunch of Lashawn, a bunch of Akram, a little play action, a little of this, a little of that, and the Hawks are going to win. I'm, it's not going to be easy, it, and because this team's not good enough for it to be easy. But you know, it's a solid. It's twenty-seven to thirteen. Yeah, I, th- I think they'll pound it at them, and I, I think it's going to be another one of those strenuous What was the score, Purdue? Oh, they won, we, we didn't meet 48 well, or... Yeah, but it was like 28 nothing or 31 yeah, nothing and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, I'll, I'll Purdue, won, Purdue won the week previous at Illinois. Right. Illinois is not good. They can't, right? well, I mean... They're not good. The only way that this gets dicey is if Iowa comes out and struggles to move the football in the first quarter and starts to Or if Iowa plays, plays like Nebraska. And one of the things that Illinois doesn't have this year is that huge receiver who they had last year, Geronimo or whatever yeah, his name and, was. And, well, and, and so... I. I Let's hope the Iowa defense just plays uh, what like they can, and Illinois won't be in the game. It won't be a problem, so Iowa will have you know have a chance. I you're probably right. I I, I actually don't make me right. Just you. I, I I think that I think Iowa uh, struggles a little bit more to score. I, I'll put it at 24. I, I guess a couple of touchdowns, a field goal here and there, 24, 20, 24 to 10. You know, I don't think Illinois is going to score a bunch either, but. I didn't know anything about last week either, but that's what I don't think. I do think the Hawkeye basketball team... Think we beat Seton Hall? I don't think they beat Seton Hall. I think they stick right with Seton Hall, and they lose a close one, and we see, though, what the potential of this team is and and what they can be. That gives me something to watch tomorrow night. Thursday night. Exactly. Either way. (laughs) 8 o'clock on Thursday night. Thanks, Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com for joining us again. I hope you enjoy this podcast because the first 25 minutes of the show was fantastic. Trent Condon back in the studio. (laughs) Not the last 10 seconds. For Dave Creighton Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700.